The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I don't pay attention to rumors. I don't pay attention to movie magazines. They don't read them because they're all junk. And, uh... No, I, 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 don't, I don't mean to put anybody's job down. When I hear rumors flying around, I got sick in the hospital. Well, I was, you know, in this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out in my life, except on music. When I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. But all across this town, I was strung out. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. That is dangerous. That is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor, to everybody, my relationship with you, my relationship with the people on the stage. It is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roots. Thank you very much. Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Hello, Bob. Hello. It is Tuesday, August 14, 2017. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I'm Bob, and uh, tomorrow is the 40th anniversary of the death of Elvis Presley. Why I played one of my favorite bits of audio. Right there. Love it. All right. Uh, lots to talk about today, obviously. So let's... Uh, Let's do this. Let's bring him in. Charles Johnson is here. Little Green Footballs. Hey. There he Thank is. Thank you. Thank you very much. There he is. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad everything seems to be working. <laughs> because we were still have we were having more technical problems before the show. But that's I'm I'm revising my whole setup. I'm not even gonna get into the details of what I'm doing here. But uh, we, I'm, I'm revising the whole, as they call it, the audio chain of how everything comes together on the show. And it is. I'm not an engineer, but it is a pain in the ass. I, I, I have to say, it's not fun. Not fun at all, and it's taxing every uh, amount of my brain power that I can possibly muster. So, but anyway, uh, calm down now. Calm down. Everything's fine. Don't uh, worry. Yeah, I'm. God, don't stress out. There's enough stress going on in in the White House. Yeah, there certainly is. Now, let me. I was going to ask you this, Charles, because I've seen you tweeting about this uh, on occasion. How are you hanging in? <laughs> How are you oh, holding man. up with all of this? Man, it's draining. I got to tell you, you're trying to keep up with this constant barrage of of bad craziness from this fire hose of insanity. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's bizarre. Yeah, you know, and and every day there's something more horrible. Yeah, he seems to be one-upping himself every day, and there's, there's so many reasons as to why, and we could get into those reasons, but I mean, <sighs> I think we need to dive into the latest thing, which I just can't, I can't stop thinking about this. And I think maybe that's the way it ought to be. I think we all as Americans need to keep thinking about what happened in, in Charlottesville and, yeah. uh, and the reaction by the president, the reaction by the president's supporters, the reaction by uh, Fox News Channel to all of this. 
it's really giving us an indication as to where everyone's coming from, who the good people are, who the bad people are, who the bad, absolutely, who the, who the bad hombres are. It's really been a revealing moment uh, in American history, you know. And I, I, I actually have a, a sense that Trump may have gone a little over the line this time. You know, I mean, we say that every time, but there's a quite a bit of reaction out there to what he, you know failed to say you know i don't i i'm not going to predict that this is the end for him or anything but it really i mean four ceos have now resigned from his manufacturing board that's pretty major yeah i think we didn't more it isn't more than four i, I read something where it was Maybe uh it something the list like mark fields is out from ford motor company ken fraser from merck is out klaus kleinfeld from arconic is out brian Krasanich from Intel is out. Uh, Thea Lee from the AFL-CIO is out. Mario Longhi from U.S. Steel is out. Elon Musk from Tesla. Scott wow. Paul from Alliance for American Manufacturing. And Kevin Plank from Under Armour. Some of those may have left before. That's the maybe the impression I'm getting from this, that possibly that those, some of those people, I, I know that three or four have dropped out since uh, this past weekend and Trump's horrendously botched response. <laughs> and let me, okay, let me get into this for a second here about Trump's response to all of this. Um, there's a lot of praise going around for Trump's second set of remarks from maddening. Monday. Absolutely maddening. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand where that's coming from. There's no reason why he should have been praised for that second set of remarks as opposed to his first set of remarks on Saturday, which were a disaster, an absolute disaster, somehow conflating peaceful protesters with a Nazi terrorist who drove a car into a group of people, killing one and injuring 20 others. Right. And apparently he improvised that, too. That yeah. was not in, not in his written speech. Yeah, exactly. There's a story from a Politico that he... That his his Saturday remarks were closer to his Monday remarks in content, but that he refused to read some of the prepared remarks right. and instead and, and there's been some speculation as to why. And one of the reasons they've been saying why, why he deviated from the prepared remarks on Saturday is because he's into this whole idea of doing the opposite of whatever is expected of him. Where, right. you know what I mean, where he thinks if he thinks the media wants him to renounce Nazis and white supremacists, then he's just not going to do that because he wants to troll the news media. He wants to troll people like me and people like you, Charles Johnson. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's you a know that could be part of it. Uh, I actually think it's a, sort of a mix of horribleness. You know, <laughs> I think there's yeah. that's part of it. I think he just does the opposite. But I also think. You know, for one thing, he's he's canny about how he deals with these people, these these white supremacists and yeah. neo Nazis, and he knows that they're responsible for building up his support. That's right. I mean, not entirely and only responsible, but definitely a big part of it. And you know, I don't think he wanted to alienate them. I think that was part of it. And also another factor, I think, is that his his, his ego is so gigantic in such a such an overwhelming part of his personality that for him to admit that you know the, that the people who supported him who obviously you know look to him as as their their god emperor that's their word for him their term for him i think Jesus. that you know he he you know his ego won't let him admit that he's hooked up with the wrong people. And, right. And so he, you know, in a way, this is kind of another manifestation of his, of his egomania and his, you know, megalomania, really. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, here's, here's a little bit more from this Politico piece that was out today. Uh, actually, it came out late yesterday. Trump had a written statement on Saturday that was similar in tone and substance to the one he delivered on Monday, according to senior White, a senior White House advisor, which we're thinking more and more is Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is the big leaker inside the White House. At least that's what Donald Trump wants people to think, or right. uh, Anthony Bannon, Scaramucci wants people to think. Miller, too, I think, has part 
you know, is probably involved somehow. Yeah, and also uh, Jared Kushner. No one likes Steve Bannon. <laughs> that will right. be coming this fall to NBC. Nobody likes Steve Bannon. <laughs> uh, but it says here in Politico, the president veered from those prepared remarks. The uh, the on many sides part especially was spontaneous. He improvised that, and that that says everything that we need to know. Uh, this is this is really disturbing to read. Uh, Mark Warner, senator from Virginia, Democrat, said he actually sounded presidential, but oh. I'm di- I'm disappointed it took him a couple of days. <laughs> That's oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is horrible. That is a horrible, horrible thing to say. No one should ever be saying that the president sounded presidential ever, 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 ever. I'm 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 reminded of Fareed Zakaria after the. Uh, the limited bombing run on that Syrian airbase, where right. he said the president, he, Trump became president tonight when he did that. That right. only encourages him to do more of the same thing. I mean, Van Jones did that too. You know, <laughs> he, he decided that uh, you know, I don't even remember, yeah, don't remember, remember that what either. that was. Yeah, There's was so terrible. many, so many incidents. But you know, it's after every time he says something that isn't completely batshit nuts. Yeah. All these pundits come out and call him presidential again. Look, he had to be dragged into making this statement yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. This wasn't this wasn't anything spontaneous, and it wasn't sincere. It was it was dragged out of him. He was forced into it, and then he got on Twitter and basically confirmed that it was forced out of him. You see, he said, you know, the what was what was the quote exactly? It was the media are still not happy. Yeah. You know? he said, Trump said he, he made additional remarks on Charlottesville and realized once again that the fake news media will never be satisfied. Truly bad people. So right. in the in the way of charlottesville he tweets about the the fake news media being truly bad people but not a single word on twitter about the white supremacists and nazis who were responsible for all of the violence that happened on uh, on, on friday and saturday no he's, ne- he's never called them truly bad people no oh absolutely not i mean he's let's see we'll do the tally he's uh He's tweeted nasty things about Nordstrom once. Nordstrom, for God's <laughs> yeah. sake. Uh, Hamilton the Musical. He attacked Hamilton the Musical on Twitter once. He attacked Saturday Night Live 12 times. But Nazis and white supremacists, eh, zero. None. <laughs> zero, right. zero, zero times. We um, won't even get into people like Rosie O'Donnell, you know, who, who he's, you know, just insulted in the most gross, misogynistic terms. Yeah. In fact, you know, the, let's see, it was the New York Times has a whole... Tally. I think it's been updated as of August 15th. Of the 359 people, places, and things Donald Trump has insulted on Twitter, a complete <laughs> list. I mean, the, the number of names and the number of times are astonishing, but nowhere on this entire list will you find anything about Nazis and white supremacists. The yeah. most, I mean, it's like, like uh, Stephen Colbert said to Anthony Scaramucci the other day on, on, uh, on The Late Show. It's a one-inch putt. It is so easy to go after Nazis and white supremacists, and yet he refuses to do it. He refuses yeah. to go after them. He refuses to go after Putin. He refuses to go after other authoritarians like Duterte and Erdogan of Turkey. He's afraid to go after these people, and that speaks volumes. That oh, says yeah. everything you need to know about where Trump's loyalties are. He- you know, in a way, it's frustrating to see all this going on now, all this disapproval of disapproval of the guy because you know, this all happened during the election during yeah. the campaign you know this was not, this didn't just start yesterday this nope. weekend nope. you know he he was involved deeply with with white nationalists and white supremacists and neo nazis right from the start i mean they were they were behind him his son donald trump junior actually appeared on neo nazi radio shows yep you know it's like this has been part of it for a long long time I don't know why it suddenly erupts. I mean, I'm glad in a way that it is finally coming to the surface and becoming something that people are looking at seriously. But, but for God's sake, what does it take? You know, <laughs> yeah. the guy is a monster. He's we have a monster in the White House. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely unforgivable at this point. Unredeemable at this point. Here's the thing that that's been driving me nuts, uh, Charles. Is is and this is specifically about uh, his Monday remarks, but you can also say the same about his Saturday remarks. But 
with his Monday remarks and all the the praise that he was getting from people like Mark Warner, who for some reason said he was presidential, I'm sure Fox News is just creaming themselves over his Monday statement as well. But here's the thing. In both sets of statements that he made about Charlottesville, he actually took time to ballyhoo his own economic record right and and misleadingly so because it's not even his economic record yet it's still obama's economy i know in the middle of it can you imagine can you imagine for a second that it remember when obama delivered his his heart-wrenching remarks after sandy hook where he actually teared up and he uh and there was another uh, set of remarks where he actually obama actually sang amazing grace during his uh his his eulogy for people who were killed by by man do i ever miss those days yeah jesus h i mean unbelievable this guy this guy in the middle of it decides hey this is a good time to talk about how great things are in the middle in the middle of remarks after someone was mowed down by a, a Nazi terrorist yeah. 90 minutes south of the White House for God's sake can and you imagine was also if- there was also a report that uh, you know he insisted on putting that in this speech so oh, yeah. you know the, he, you know he deliberately did that you know because he couldn't he couldn't give a speech without boasting yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's, can you- that's his egomania in play again you know it would be just like if Obama during his Sandy Hook remarks if Obama had started talking about signing up for healthcare.gov, it would have been the, the screaming by the Republicans would still be echoing today if Obama had ever done anything like that. And here we have a guy who decides to half heartedly deliver some remarks about one of the most harrowing events of recent memory. And he includes his economic record he he starts bragging about the dow for god's sake the dow i know that is unbelievable that that he's been allowed to get away with this over and over again is is further unbelievable that he will in fact get away with this that he will continue even though his poll numbers will continue to sink and even though his uh, his coalition will continue to disintegrate he will be allowed to get away with this and yeah. i'm still unconvinced that if he isn't impeached or he doesn't resign i am unconvinced that uh, that he can lose in 2020 i know it's uh, it's hard to see a way out of this, man. I think America has really screwed itself really well this time. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, my God. We're really, we're really in trouble with this gang, and it's not just Trump. And, it's, and, it's all of them, all the way down the line. Yep. And, and, then it gets, and then it gets even worse. We go back to Twitter. We turn back to Twitter now. In the, in the aftermath of all of this, Trump not only retweeted Jack Prasobiec, Who's the yeah. guy who's responsible for the Pizzagate thing? That's been right. that's been even debunked by Fox News Channel. Uh, this guy is a real piece of work. I mean, he's like there are a whole lot of these horrible people who are helping Trump out there. You know, there's Jack Posobiec, yep. uh, Chuck C. Johnson, oh, yeah. you know, Mike Cernovich, all these people. But Posobiec is probably one of the most relentless fake news spreaders. I mean, yep. he, he has literally posted lies and and almost never retracts them or deletes them or even, you know, mentions it. He, he'll just stick to a lie. You know, I, I posted a picture of of uh, Posobiec posing with Nazi Richard Spencer Jesus during the Republican God. National Convention. You know, and here's here's Richard Spencer wearing an official RNC pass that gets him into the into the floor of the convention yeah you know that that's 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 what was going on during the during the republican national convention that's why i say it's frustrating to see this happening now when it's been going on for a long long time well i mean there are people who are only a couple of notches down from richard spencer actually working inside the white house that's right Seb Gorka, for one, you know, who has, <laughs> yeah, who has connections to outright, you know, Nazi groups. Oh, yeah. It's my Seb Gorka music. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. Between uh, Gorka, Steve Bannon, uh, Stephen Miller, this, yeah. is where, this is where we are in 2017. We basically have a, a Nazi-sympathetic White House. Is, is essentially what we're talking about. We've gone from uh, fighting Nazis and killing Nazis in World War II to you fast forward 60, 70 years later, and suddenly we've got them uh, occupying the White House. How nice I wish is that? It, I, I wish it wasn't 
I wish that was all that was going on too. I mean, there's a yeah. whole there's a whole far right agenda that's being pushed on on all fronts: education, environment, you name it. And and they're they're uh, they're wrecking this country in so many ways. It it's it's depressing to think about. It really yeah. is, you yeah. know. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to <laughs> to keep going because I have to hope that that, that maybe there's some way to to get back from this. Yeah, you know I mean, the damage that he's doing is going to last a long, long time. It really is. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a long road ahead. I mean, even if he were to leave office tomorrow, we would have you know a decade of reconstruction after this. I mean, there's that's right. There's so much that needs to be repaired, not only from an administrative point of view inside the executive branch, inside the various levels of government that are being uh, systematically gutted. But at the same time, it's just a matter of, of rolling back this disaster in so far as there's no reason why a president should be behaving like this and he can't be encouraged. So there's got to be an effort to uh, for, for both parties to say we no longer we absolutely reject populists like Donald Trump. So don't even try. Otherwise, we're yeah. going to have our future elections are going to be nothing but cattle calls of people like Kid Rock lining up. To yeah. run for for serious posts inside our government is scary as hell. I know, and, and we've got a few of those types on the, on the left too, unfortunately. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but yeah, I think across the board, this has to be rejected. This kind of populist, uh, you know, demagoguery that that has really kind of taken over, and it it's enabled by the media. Let's face it, you know, I mean, yeah. with with a, with the public that's been in, you know basically indoctrinated to to look at people who star on reality shows mm -hmm. as somehow being gods or special people who deserve special consideration that's right i mean it's really a we we've built a pretty bad system in this country and it's and it's really coming home right now yeah well i mean it's it's a system that relies on tradition it relies on the good nature of its people and when that is abandoned we get people like donald trump and well, exactly so, consequently we now live in a country where the president counts on the support of nazis and white supremacists to the right. point of just of just craving the ability to pander to them and we have a, a public that's basically uneducated about any of these issues. I mean, yeah. the, you know, civics and all that kind of stuff that I used to take in high school, way back in the Paleozoic era. You know, the, it, this is a—it's really not even a, a real thing anymore. People just don't know what's going on, and they and and they're increasingly uninterested in educating themselves. I mean, when I posted on Twitter recently that the president has the ability to launch nuclear weapons within minutes. Mm -hmm. and and nobody can override him. People, I was amazed at how many people came back at me with, no, that's completely wrong. Congress can stop him. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not wrong. Congress cannot stop him. This is just a simple fact. It's part of the, you know, it's a relic of the, the mutually assured destruction doctrine. Exactly. From the Cold War. And it, it was intended, it was put in place to, to make sure that uh, no foreign power could launch a nuclear sneak attack on America without being retaliated against in, within minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it makes sense when you're in a Cold War with, with missiles pointed from one country to another, you know. <clears throat> but uh, but in this era, you know, it was put in place when we had a system where you could rely on the people not electing a monster who you wouldn't be able to trust to abuse this horrible power. And instead, now we've got Donald Trump, and we can't trust him not to abuse it. I mean, really, for me, this is one of the most terrifying things about Donald Trump in the White House. Yeah, the fact that he could, if he, if he, you know, if he wakes up and is in a really horrible mood, and his poll numbers plunge really badly, and he sees things really turning against him, who knows what he'll do? Oh yeah, he's capable of anything. There's no doubt about that. I mean, as as even the 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 Russia story, as Trump Russia gets closer and closer to his own desk, right? He is going to get crazier and crazier in order to block that, in order to uh, to sidestep that whole thing. And, yes. and and you know, of course, he's doing it incompetently. I mean, he's doing it in a way that's emphasizing all the things that he did wrong. You know, it's like his legal team. Rachel Maddow was talking about this last night. His legal team is basically like, don't look at that thing. 
Don't don't yeah. look over there. Don't, you don't want to see. You do not want to look over there. Do right. not. He's like Robert Mueller. Do not look in that box. You do not want to see what is in that box. We will get very angry if you look in that box. It's, it's like so obvious. Of course, there's something over there that we should be looking into. Yes, of officer. Course. There's no bodies buried in the basement, officer. Don't go exactly. down there. God, and if you know, if that was the only thing, if Trump Russia was the only thing we were dealing with, uh, I mean, that would still be grounds enough to have this guy driven out of town on a rail. But yet, yeah. it's it's Trump Russia, and it's all of these other trespasses lumped in together with with all of it. Then you add to. You know, just going back to what you were saying, the fact that uh, that following the Trump presidency is a, an ongoing lesson in civics. You're trying to figure out, oh, is that legal? Can he do that? <laughs> yes, 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 he can do just about anything he wants. And then we end up forgetting and we end up overlooking certain things that he does with this urgency of trying to correct and, and, and write and make sure that uh, we do have a president who isn't a complete disaster. That's the urgency of someone like Mark Warner saying that he looked presidential, or Fareed Zakari saying that he became president after bombing something. And, and, and you end up missing the even more trespasses that he's committing, even more uh, crimes against the presidency and crimes against the American people, things oh, yeah. that he has said that is that are unforgivable. I mean, There's you stuff going on behind the scenes that, that people really are not aware of, too. I mean, I recently yeah. saw a report... Uh, that said that while everyone's watching all the big stuff he's doing, like the the travel ban and you know all that other stuff, he's also or his people are filling up government agencies with far right operatives. Yeah, right from you yep. know from small posts, from unimportant posts up to you know relatively important posts. So we shouldn't be looking just at the heads of these agencies; they're horrible enough. But it's not just them. He's putting hundreds of people in place throughout the government yeah. who are going to help him enable this this horrifying far-right agenda. Well, before we uh, take a break to talk about Omaha Steaks, I want to uh, I want to play this on a, on a just a brief lighter note. Then we're going to get back into Charlottesville after we uh, after we take a, uh, a a few minutes to talk about Omaha Steaks. But this is an actual thing. This is an actual commercial for an actual product in the age of Trump. It is something called. The Trumpy Bear, it, it is a it is a real life teddy bear that is styled after Donald Trump with the and this is I'm not making the this is not a bit I didn't make this uh, Rocky Mountain Mike uh, from the Stephanie Miller Show didn't make this this is a I researched this yesterday this is a real product it's got <laughs> the teddy bear has Trump's hair on it it's got oh, the no. long red tie and it's got. It's got an American flag stuffed in a zipper pouch in its back. This oh, is, God. I mean, it, <laughs> and and you can, the, the commercial said we're going to play the commercial here in a second. The commercial actually says you can take the you can take the flag out of Trumpy Bear and wrap yourself in the flag for warmth. The wind whispered through the forest. <laughs> a storm is coming. You cannot defeat the storm. From the trees rose a resounding voice. I fear nothing. I come when the trumpet sounds. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull out the flag blanket. Then wrap yourself in the red, white, and blue for comfort and warmth. Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on Flag Day and on any American holiday. Trumpy can even honor your own family heroes. God bless America and God bless Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear sits proudly at the front of the motorcycle for all the world to see and loves to cruise with his brother. I'm a former Marine and I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Everyone knows Trumpy Bear loves to go to the golf course. Everyone knows. When I ride with Trumpy Bear, he makes my golf game great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Simply style his trademark hair and place him in his favorite chair. Even the toughest guys will love Trumpy Bear. When America is great, business is great. When business is great, I am great. 
I love you, Trumpy Bear. I am an Army veteran. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Order the Super Plus Trumpy Bear for only two payments of $19.95 and receive a special certificate of authenticity. Don't miss out on owning a piece of American history. Order now for only two payments of $19.95. Trumpy, the most fearless bear anywhere. Order now. There it is. Trumpy. That is absolutely 100% real, ladies Trumpy and gentlemen. Bear. Trumpy bear. <laughs> the beginning, I mean, the visuals. You have to see the visuals that go along with this. Like on, oh, I'm, I'm going to go look it up, believe me. They've got, uh, they got Trumpy bear hanging from a flagpole. I mean, the motorcycle guy oh, has, has Trumpy bear sitting you know, in front of the windshield of the motorcycle so he can see it. And then the guy... And it's, it's not a parody, right? It's, it's not a parody. It's not a parody. This is a genuine actual product the website is uh get trumpybear.com and th- there you can buy trumpy bear for two easy payments of 1995 and you can find the secret <laughs> zipper <laughs> find the secret zipper and release the trumpy bear american flag blanket for warmth and comfort oh my god just staggering there's a i'm looking at the website here there's a picture of a woman brushing Trumpy Bear's trademark hairstyle. <laughs> He's got the oh, Trump, no. got the Trump hair, uh, the big uh, sweeping comb over thing going on. <laughs> it includes a certificate of authenticity, <laughs> so you know you've got the right Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear is a plush, twenty-two inch bear with an attached thirty-inch by thirty-inch flag-colored blanket. Jesus. It is uh, thirty-nine ninety plus six ninety-five shipping. Oh, this <laughs> is so wrong. Can somebody yeah. please help me get out of this alternate universe I'm stuck in? Yeah. It's really not fun anymore. <laughs> and if you can't afford the thirty nine ninety, you can make two payments of nineteen ninety five. You're so desperate. You're so desperate to have Trumpy Bear in your house or at your golf game to help make your golf game great again. Sad. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Can you make? Uh, there probably will be people going to golf courses with Trumpy Bear. <laughs> you can make Trumpy Bear. Uh, po- you can pose Trumpy Bear in the Sieg Heil salute. Uh, uh, no. Evidently, no, I, that doesn't say. That's I just made that part up. But you but can you if you want can. to. Yeah, sure, yeah, you yeah. can. Sure, you can. You can. You can take the American flag, uh, the secret American flag. Uh, you can take the American flag out of the secret zipper. That's how it goes. Yeah, uh, and you they- can find his secret pocket that contains a Nazi flag. <laughs> exactly right god damn it oh that's so uh that is so it is very, so very wrong. wrong boy you have got to have a colossal boner for donald trump if you're buying trumpy bear extra cozy flag themed blanket inside it's a flag themed blanket hat is not included and not offered for sale oh so yeah they do have they have trumpy bear wearing a make america great again hat and they've got uh they've got trumpy bear in your golf cart uh, golf cart <laughs> Trumpy Bear in your office. Because if America is great again, then his business is great again. That means I am great again. Trumpy Bear. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your cuddly goodness, Trumpy Bear. Wrong, wrong, wrong. God. Horrible, horrible, horrible. All right. Well, you know what's not horrible are Omaha steaks. I love Omaha steaks. Charles, I don't know if you're into uh, uh, the steaks. Yeah. Are you, are you a beef, beef eater? Okay. I've been known to, yes. Yeah. Well, you got to try Omaha steaks. Skillet meals are the brand new thing from Omaha steaks. And uh, all you need is a skillet and a couple of hungry people. I'm excited because I've already experienced the quality of foods uh, from Omaha steaks. And so have my friends who've raved about their meals. And now with Omaha Steaks Skillet Meals, their premium ingredients go from the freezer to my plate in 15 minutes or less. See, faster than a drive-thru, and so much better. And right now at my special introductory price, you can get any four of these five great Omaha Steaks Skillet Meals. They have, oh, let's see right here. This is amazing. Steak uh, poivre, uh, chicken piccata, Asian pepper steak, tempura orange chicken, Moroccan beef with couscous, any four of those for just $49.99. That's four meals, eight servings for under 50 bucks and, and prepared in under 15 minutes. Especially when you're uh, covering Donald Trump 24 hours a day, you don't have any time to uh, spend, <laughs> spend any more than 15 minutes preparing a meal. And Omaha Steaks will even throw in 
four of their famous steak burgers and four of their gourmet jumbo franks at no extra charge. Uh, all that for $49.99 if you go to omahasteaks.com. Enter my code BOBC in the search bar, right? Skillet meals with that uh, unconditionally guaranteed Omaha Steaks quality right to your door and ready in 15 minutes or less. Use the code BOBC at omahasteaks.com. The Bob Seska Show. Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to today's show. Uh, second half of today's show is brought to you by the BobSeska.com Amazon link. If you want to go shopping at Amazon.com, uh, make sure to go to BobSeska.com and click on the Amazon link. It's just beneath the logo. It takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com, and you go shopping as usual. They've got everything at Amazon.com, and you, you don't need any other shopping destination ever, ever, ever other than uh, Amazon.com through our Amazon link. So go and do that if you have a small business and you want to source your goods and materials through Amazon.com or our Amazon link. Please do so and don't forget to bookmark it. All right, uh, moving along. Today, Trump tweeted something that uh, to me was just, uh, you know, again, we, we do this all the time. Oh, this is the worst thing Trump could ever possibly do. And then he tops it. And then we forget about the previous terrible things. Yeah. He actually tweeted today a uh, political car. We actually retweeted someone who had tweeted this political cartoon where a guy is getting hit by a train. Right. And he has the CNN logo. Yeah. Replace the, the character being hit by a train with a CNN logo. This is just a, a few days after, uh, you know, a terrorist attack in uh, Charlottesville where a Nazi ran a car into a group of people. This is uh, this is Donald Trump's response to tweet out this incredibly tasteless meme that was created by some uh, some wingnut who doesn't even believe that the the neo Nazis and white supremacists in Charlottesville were actual Nazis and white supremacists. Thinks that but she, this person who tweeted this thing goes along with the uh, Alex Jones conspiracy theory that these were liberals disguised as Nazis. Going yeah. around beating people up and driving cars into crowds and so on. Right. Uh, he, Alex Jones actually uh, put up a post saying that uh, this was, uh, this was uh, uh, staged by Soros because he's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's trying to uh, get uh, install martial law and uh, uh, shut down all conservative events. And I, I read that and went, oh, so a neo-Nazi rally is now a conservative event, huh? This woman who tweeted this cartoon, her name is S. Landon SoCal. That's her handle on, uh, on, uh, on Twitter. And so Trump retweeted this and then deleted it. But right. the fact that he tweeted this out, it leads me to think that he's just not, that he's just not thinking, that he's just, he thought it was hilarious in this era where his supporters are lashing out more and more often with, with uh, uh, violent actions towards, uh, yeah. towards peaceful protesters and other people, and he, th- and he thinks this is hysterical. I is mean, it possible that he didn't even make that connection in his mind? I, I guess it is possible. I mean, <laughs> It's absolutely possible. He's got no moral core. He's got no core values whatsoever. He just does. He acts instinctively. He, act, he has uh, knee-jerk reactions to things. He does things, ju- again, just to troll people like you and me, Charles. He, this is his whole... This is his whole thing. He's got no and I real... See, this was deleted 30 minutes after he posted it. Yeah, it lasted 30 minutes. I wonder who went and said, you know, Mr. President, maybe yeah. you should take that down. Yeah, Ivanka came and whispered in his ear. Yeah, bad oh, idea to show someone... Probably, yeah. probably not so good to do this right now, Dad. <laughs> right. Not a good idea to, uh, you know, to make fun of people getting run over by vehicles right after... Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I mean, if George W. Bush had posted a cartoon about, you know, an airplane flying into a building or a house, or, I mean, can you imagine this? Is, this that would be, oh, I know, that would be similar. I mean, it, it, you, you can't argue with it being similar to doing something like that. We, it's, it's weird because we always do this. We want to compare it to what another president would have done. Like, a, imagine if President Obama had done this. Yeah. But, but it's like, 
that has no effect. Yeah. <laughs> you know that those comparisons have no effect on the guy. He just doesn't he doesn't respond or even think about things in that way. And it it's it's depressing because you can't use the normal methods of refuting this guy you know yeah. it's just they don't work <laughs> well this is you know? and I, i'm increasingly leaning toward this analysis this overall analysis of not just the trump administration and donald trump himself but the broader republican party as well and this does not include obviously never trumpers who uh, who have been uh, who have been basically putting nation over party uh, and, right. and and doing the right thing and all of this uh, people like david Frum, and, and i can't believe i'm i'm re- tweeting Bill Crystal these days. That's staggering to think. Uh, George Will and so many others. Them excluded. The fact of the matter is that we're now dealing with a Republican Party that has no policy agenda other than trolling the left, other than trolling Democrats. This is why people voted for Donald Trump because they wanted to stick it to the left. They wanted to stick it to Black yep. Lives Matter and they wanted to stick it to uh, MSNBC and Rachel Maddow and Obama right. supporters and protesters in Ferguson and transgender people wanting to use, you know, the bathroom. This yep. was all intended to say F you to all of those people. And that is that's what drives everything they believe in right now it doesn't matter what he does or doesn't do as long as it pisses off the left they are satisfied with their guy and yeah, he, it's, a, it's a grievance mentality yeah it is they just want to get back at people they want to lash out and yep. and get theirs back because they've been told yep. for years and years by their right-wing media that they're victims that yep. the liberals are victimizing them liberals are taking away their country they're you know they're they're moving into your neighborhood they're they're, they're lowering the property values they're yep. <laughs> you know it's really this is nothing it didn't just start you know this has been built for for decades by right-wing media by oh, rush yeah. limbaugh by fox news by by the national review who now is trying to position themselves as as a reasonable conservative outlet they haven't been a reasonable conservative outfit in a long long time no, no, and, not. and in fact there are no reasonable conservative outlets that i know of do you know of any uh maybe the economist I, it's it's hard to say it's hard it's hard to say now because because they've been so infiltrated by the by the Tea Party and by uh, Trump supporters and, yeah. and and the alt right, and now I mean now knowing that they are actively uh, pandering to Nazis and white supremacists via this president is yeah. just is so disheartening and and creates so much despair i think it's it, we we've just we've gone way off the rails and not just with donald trump and his uh, uh blurting about fake news and whatever the hell else screaming at uh, at uh, rosie o'donnell and so on this is more than that this is about the loss of and and, and the the creation of a different set of of villainous american values of of american values that no longer reflect the values that actually did make america great in the first place right there's um, no caring there's no empathy yeah there's there's no love in these people what they love are is vengeance i mean they're after vengeance for imagined slights i'm still trying to find the words that will perfectly summarize how how horrible this is i really hope you're right that uh, that these people are better than this you know but i honestly i fear that they're not better than this that yeah. what we're seeing is really what the right wing has become in the in the era of trump and actually it's been building up to this for a long long yeah. time yep. this didn't just start you know and speaking of how horrible donald trump is <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I happen to have TweetDeck open right now, and I looked over at my media column, and he's apparently giving some statements right now to a press conference and just said that uh, the mother of the woman killed at Charlottesville said the nicest things about me. Oh, my God. And then he said, the statement I made on Saturday, the first statement, was a fine statement. Jesus so, Christ. So he's completely he's not he's not backing down one inch on any of this. And in fact, he's he's now claiming that the mother of the of of the woman who was murdered. Yeah. 
Jesus. is on his side. Yeah, because it's all I, about I'm, it's all about I'm, him, isn't it? It's all about it's, Trump. This is mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. Let's see. I'm going to tur- see if I can bring up the, uh, the the live video feed here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Wait, maybe it's maybe it's loading. I want to see, because I don't want to miss any news here. We always do this where the show ends, and then there's a... Uh, I would say that's up to a local town, community, or the federal government, depending on where it is located. Yeah, this is Are you against the Confederacy? Yeah, he, you know, he included Foxconn in his remarks on Saturday. No one's noticing that he, he just shoehorned all of that bullshit into his remarks about Charlottesville. Unforgivable. They want great jobs yeah. with good pay. And when they have that, you watch how race relations will be. And I'll tell you, we're spending a yeah, lot we- of money on the inner cities. We're going to fix, we're fixing the inner cities. See, we're he- doing far more than anybody's done with respect to the inner cities. It's a priority for me. And it's very important. You know, I'm not hearing what you're hearing. So. Oh, okay, you're not hearing what I'm hearing. Okay. I'm not putting yeah. anybody on a moral plane. What I'm saying is this. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other, and they came at each other with clubs, and it was vicious, and it was horrible, and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side, you can call them the left, you've just called them the left, that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say... Oh, he's attacking the left now for violently attacking the Nazis. Yeah, horrible, horrible that people would attack Nazis. This guy, I tell you what, I mean, he's got to go. He has got to go. He has got to be forced to resign or impeached immediately. He is sympath. He is taking sides with Nazis. Yeah. It is, I mean, oh, this God. is unforgivable. I'm losing the audio here. because like, If you want to hear the audio, you can go back and watch it. But I mean, then you wow. talk about the jobs. He's talking about, well, maybe more jobs and then race relations are really okay. The unemployment number is 4.3%. What is it? You think of the, suddenly if it's, a, if it's a 3%, then suddenly race relations will uh, be uh, hunky-dory in the United States? What an wow. idiot. God, he really a- is. I just turned on the YouTube feed. I'm, I'm watching. He did. Yeah. He just he just attacked the counter protesters. Yeah, he just attacked the counter protesters. He said they came at the other group with with clubs and they were vicious and violent. And he got really nasty. He got the crazy eyes like he always does. This oh is this is unprecedented that he is taking. He is attacking. He is attacking protesters who were counter protesting Nazis. KKK members. I mean, not, yeah. I'm not saying this in the in the Godwin sense. These were literal Nazis, KKK members, and white supremacists. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, discussion board uh, uh, denizens of the Daily Stormer. Those yeah, kinds they, of people. They were giving Nazi salutes. Yeah. And wearing MAGA caps. <laughs> you know, I, I, wearing Trump's caps. I mean, what do you do about this? What do you say about it? you know a, a despot of this caliber i who, think you know i really hope that he's he's going over the line here because i know yeah. he's alienating i mean i'm seeing a lot of even media people who who previously tried to you know remain even-handed yeah about things like maggie haberman i mean i can i can detect a real change in her tone recently yeah well they're good I, good i mean i think <laughs> Here's Steve Schmidt, a completely unhinged performance by the most powerful man in the world. Joy Reid, Donald Trump just gave a full-throated defense of the United Unite the Right rally. Wow, wow, wow. Let's see, uh, Matthew Miller, get him off the teleprompter for five minutes and Trump will always show you exactly who he is. Uh, okay, yeah, John Favreau, uh, Obama's former speechwriter. And Trump just went back to many sides, he says here. Uh, let's see. Often, we knew du- he would. Yeah, that's what he always does. He always goes back and doubles down on on, especially if if people call him out on it. That's that's like a, a red flag to him. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, here's uh, Michael Beschloss. Uh, Trump just said, "I think there is blame on both sides." 
uh, Jenny uh, Jardin from uh, Boing Boing. Trump now falsely claiming that counter-protesters defending Charlottesville from Nazis and KKK were, quote-unquote, very violent. Uh, David Corn. Trump just said that there were very fine people on both sides in Charlottesville. Yes, he did. The president said that, and he meant it. Uh, Steve Kornacki quoting Trump. You also had people that were very fine people on both sides. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Jesus. Uh, Associated <laughs> Press breaking. Trump says the alt-left bears some responsibility for violence in Charlottesville. Nobody wants to say that, he said. Uh, let's see. Rude pundit. The president of the United States just compared wa George Washington to Robert E. Lee. There's your takeaway from this chaotic grandstanding. Uh, <laughs> Eric Bowler. Oh, give, yeah. him, give him three more minutes and he'll invite Richard Spencer to the White House. This is St Vanessa Rumbles, the executive producer from the Stephanie Miller Show. Trump just said, define the alt-right. What is it? Let's talk about the alt-left. They came from the other side charging in with clubs. No permit. Wow, uh, Vanessa oh said God. here. Uh, Sam Stein, Trump saying it's important to wait for facts. He literally claimed an attack in Manila was terrorism when it was a bank robbery. That was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shit. that's something that he did in the past, but that puts uh, these remarks into context. Looks like here's a picture of John Kelly looking like his head's going to explode <laughs> during the Q&A at Trump Tower. Whew, Jesus, this is horrible. Glenn Kessler, when you're in a hole, stop digging, but Trump never does. Oh, this my is God. Really, he's really going over the line this time. He's man. really going over the line. He wants, he, you know, and that's just, this is his whole business model, Charles, is he thinks that all he needs is that 35%. And somehow Russia, maybe it's Russia, maybe it's voter suppression, maybe it's voter ID, a combination of all these things, voter suppression and Russia, will get him that other 10% that he needs to win an election. And that's, and, and that's the ball game he's playing. He's playing money ball. This is it. I mean, he's, he's targeting the worst of the worst of the worst and hoping that that solid base, that rock-solid yeah. base, will be springboard enough to launch him into a re-election. That is what he's doing. I mean, pretty yeah. obviously. You know, David Korn just tweeted, throw away yesterday's statement. This is what Trump believes. Yep. People protesting with the KKK, white nationalists, and Nazis were fine people. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. They're fine people. They're fine people. They're, there were fine people on both sides, including there are really fine. There's some fine looking Nazis out there, Charles. Don't you know that? I mean, did you know? Dapper. They're dapper. Yeah, let's uh, tr <laughs> Trumpy the bear for all of them. Let's all buy <laughs> Trumpy the bear for all of those Nazis and white supremacists who were. We, uh, need, we need Adolf the bear. That's yeah, Adolf the bear. How about that? <laughs> How that's much more appropriate. Adolf Jesus the Nazi God. bear. Meanwhile, he's you know he's refusing to go to Charlottesville. He will not go to Charlottesville. There were, I mean, in fact, the White House was like, "Why the hell should he go to Charlottesville?" I mean, they're just that stunned by the idea, the very idea of it. God damn it. And they, meanwhile, there was this Fox News reporter who downplayed the Charlottesville attacker, called him a, a white vigilante. Right. The crisis yeah. is, uh, let's see, his name is uh, Fox News reporter Doug McElvey, or McElway, uh, wow. on Tuesday, described a white nationalist activist who allegedly ran over a group of counter-protesters as a white vigilante. During a report from Charlottesville, McAway uh, noted that anti-Confederate activists were destroying Civil War statues in Virginia and other surrounding states after James Alex Fields was accused of using his car to kill 32-year-old Heather Heyer. The, the quote, the crisis is going to be brewing in other cities, McElway said. Those who find the system of slavery to be so abhorrent that we should have no memories of it whatsoever, to those who believe that what their great-great-great-granddaddy did in the Civil War should be remembered and preserved. You know what? If, if your great-great-great-granddaddy fought for the Confederate side in the Civil War, your great-great-great-granddaddy was a traitor to the United States. He, Absolutely. He took up arms against federal soldiers and against and, and on federal land, no less, fired upon a federal fort at Fort Sumter. You know, th this is wow. this is treason. I don't know why. I mean, when you know, oh. remember, Charles, I'm sure you remember the uh, the mosque at Ground Zero controversy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, during the uh, early days of the Obama administration, where, the, you know, a mosque that was uh, being rebuilt in the same place that it was before 9-11. Uh, uh, and it was a whole huge controversy. Well, we can't have a mosque anywhere near Ground Zero, even though it was a few blocks away. Right. Um, and then I kept thinking, well, for God's sake, we've got statues of Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson on federally protected national parkland. I mean, right. and we and yet we can't have a mosque 
for peaceful peaceful assembly of Muslim worshipers, you know, a few oh, blocks Don, away from Trump, Ground Zero. I don't know if you saw this, but Trump also during his speech, I missed this part of it, but he came out in favor of the Confederacy as well. Oh, great! <laughs> Many of these people were there to protest the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. Yeah, yeah. Trump said, "ABC News Politics." President Trump. Quote, this week it's Robert E. Lee. Is it George Washington next week? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus oh my Christ. God. You know, and, and, and the other thing is that uh, about that is in his first re- set of remarks on Saturday, he said something about cherishing our history, which to me, right. I thought that was a direct dog whistle to uh, the, the, the controversy over the statues. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And, and, you know, obviously a different way of saying we need to respect Southern heritage. That's kind of the, the dog whistle there. All right. We're going to take a, uh, one last break and uh, come back and get into this a little more. I'm going to see if I can get caught while during the break. I'm going to get caught up on all of the horrendous things he said. The, The Huffington Post is calling this an unhinged press conference. Trump defends initial statement on Charlottesville. Yeah. Jesus yeah. God. All right. Uh, Check this. Ollie Watkins of Politico yeah. tweeted, the entire newsroom is literally glued to TVs right now, gasping. We always say this. We always say this. Every time he does this, this has got to be the end for Trump. This time, it had better be the end. <laughs> the end for Trump, if not the beginning of the end. Either way. All right. One last break. Back with more show after this. At Bubble Genius, we know that it's a dog-eat-dog world and sometimes all you've got is man's best friend. We know you'd do anything for your precious pup. When he's a good boy, you give him his favorite treat. When he's gotta go, you take him for a nice walk. When he destroys your favorite shoes, you scold him, lament, and go shoe shopping. And when he eats God knows what and his ass becomes a dirty, stinking mess, well, we've got your backside on that one. You know that we bubble geniuses make fun, awesome soaps for people, but did you also know that we make stuff for your best friend? We've got dog soaps, shampoos, and conditioners that'll clean your disgusting doggy in no time and leave him soft, cuddly, and smelling super. And we don't stop with the D stinking there. We also make Kismet, our flea-repelling doggy perfume that leaves your pup smelling sweet and dreamy. Doggy kisses leaving you offended at your pup's palate? Turn those sour smooches to sweet with Kiss Me our all-natural breath spray for dogs. Works wonders on humans, too. Pamper your precious pup with genius products and more at BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Okay, welcome back to our Tuesday show. Charles Johnson from Little Green Footballs is here. Uh, we're trying to follow this uh, Donald Trump press conference as it's happening. I think we got some of the key uh, remarks, actually, <laughs> before it wrapped up. You, uh, can't even, you can't even look away for for five minutes with this guy yeah yeah it's every time you turn around he's doing something disgusting yeah i'm just skimming uh through twitter here and it's basically like everyone's in shock horror here uh david corn tweets michael Steele, former chairman of the rnc said i don't understand why this is so hard for him and then david corn said it's not an issue of difficulty trump is saying what he believes and that is absolutely true Right, Joy uh, Reid just tweeted, uh, Breitbart and Richard Spencer must be cheering right now. Yeah. Trump just recited nearly the entire canon of the alt-right. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Robert Costa here tweeted from the Washington Post, tweets, on, on TV feed, a reporter can be heard asking POTUS, why do the Nazis like you during Trump Tower news conference? Uh, it goes on and on. President Trump on Charlottesville, not all of those people were neo-Nazis, believe me. Not all of those people were white supremacists. Believe, believe me in there like what what how does he how the hell does oh you know what he's doing you know what that is I, it just occurred to me what he means when he said that here's uh here's the audio of him saying this see if the uh, see if this works do you think that the, what you call the alt-left is the same as neo-nazis i oh those people all of those people excuse me i've condemned neo-nazis i've condemned many different groups hmm. but not all of those people 
were neo-Nazis, believe me. Not all of those people were white supremacists by any stretch. Those people were also there because they wanted to protest the taking down of a statue, Robert E. Lee. So, excuse me, and you take a look at some of the groups and you see, and you know it if you were honest reporters, which in many cases you're not. But many of those people were there to protest the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. So, this week at so they're neo confederates stonewall jackson's coming down <sighs> i wonder is it george washington next week and is it thomas jefferson the week after you know you all you really do yeah have you know what where does it stop but there's a there's a vast chasm between george washington and stonewall effing jackson i've read three books about stonewall jackson and i assure you there are very few similarities between stonewall jackson and George Washington, for God's sake. Um, oh, that's pandering directly to his, to his neo-Nazi. Of course. There's nothing wrong. This is all lost cause mythology. This is yeah. the creation of marble men out of traitors and despots. This is, okay, he says here, not all of those people were neo-Nazis. Believe me. Believe me. Not all of those people were white supremacists. You know what? You know what he's saying here? The subtext in all of this is the Alex Jones thing. He's suggesting here that some of them were uh, actors paid by George Soros. Sure, yeah. <laughs> some some oh, of them, yeah. some of them were were pro Confederate. He added there. Uh, some some of them were there to. Uh, well, they were all they were all there to protest the removal of the Robert E. Lee statue in Charlottesville. The the, the so that to, to say that there were people there supporting that, and then there were also Nazis, and then there were also these other people. You know, you know that they were all there regarding the Robert E. Lee statue, and then they they used that as a springboard for their other twisted ideology. I mean, oh, there's yeah. no there's. I mean, suddenly the president. United States is making excuses for Nazis and white supremacists and members of the KKK. That is just, it is breathtaking. I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm reading excerpts of this speech all over the place. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unbelievable is right. Um, yeah, remember um, when General General Kelly was supposed to, you know, rein in his his terrible impulses and stop him from tweeting horrible things? Oh, John Kelly's totally on it. Oh, he he <laughs> was gonna Kelly. he was gonna completely turn it all around and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Let's yeah. See, that was that was just last week, wasn't it? <laughs> yep, that was last it, week. It I seems think that, like that's that's about twenty six years in Trump time. Yeah, we are two hundred eight days into the Trump crisis. Feels like two hundred and eight years. It really, really does, and it and it shouldn't be that way. But it's Donald Trump style. He wants he wants to stick his face into everyone's living room, into everyone's lives, twenty four hours a day, nonstop. And and the upside of all of that, even though he's suffocating America, is that we will get tired of him so much more rapidly. And the American people are fickle, and that includes his people, that includes his disciples. They are fickle, fickle people, and they will lose interest very, very quickly. And he's making it easier and easier for them to find an excuse to walk away from his big, giant pumpkin head. Well, they are. They are walking away. I mean, it's taking much longer than I thought it would, but uh, his, his approval rating just continues to drop across the board. Well, one, one last story before we wrap up and uh, step into the uh, post-mortem show for our Patreon subscribers. Um, did you see this video clip of, uh, of Jesse Waters <laughs> uh, where he was uh, suggesting that... Uh, this is just staggering to see. Where he was saying that uh, America is not a racist nation. Uh, you know what? Jesse Waters is one of those guys I literally can't stand watching. So, <laughs> well, so I, ha- I haven't seen this clip. <laughs> here, I'm sure you can endure this 24-second clip of Jesse Waters completely be clowning himself. He goes on this, this rant initially saying that America is not a racist nation, and then he follows it up with two very, very racist stories, and he knows it because there's a... There's a moment after he's done saying America is not a racist nation when he gets this freshly tasered look on his face like, gulp, oh my God, did we really F up this badly that we've got these two stories after I just said America is not a racist nation? Here's uh, Jesse Waters on his Fox News, whatever the hell it is. We saw in Charlottesville were fringe fanatics who don't represent this country. America is not a racist nation. It's time we stop acting like it is. All right. Not sure... 
what we're going to do next when we have a great show. Listen, are Maxine Waters and Susan Rice siding with North Korean dictator? Oh, we'll debate no. it next. And no. later, guys with guns threatening President Trump over food stamps. <laughs> guys <laughs> threatening, oh, and they show God. a picture of a black guy. You know, after showing a picture of Maxine Waters and Susan Rice, then they show, That's then they go so to the typical. the food stamp story, and they show a, a picture of just some random black guy. So that typical. is. That is Fox News Channel. That oh yeah, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much the right in general these days. You know? Yeah, I mean, what more needs to be said? But the thing is about that video, you got to go watch the video because where he realizes what the next two stories are that he's uh, setting up, his face just goes blank, and he's like, I don't, I don't know. What I don't know. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? <laughs> this is probably a. I'm probably gonna take some shit for this. Oh, my God. All right, so there's lots more to talk about. We've got the post-mortem show coming up next. Charles, you can stick around for uh, 10 more minutes to sure thing. talk to our Patreon people. Um, if you want to subscribe, go to bobseska.com and just click the Patreon link. It just me the logo. It's in all caps. It says Patreon. That takes you to our Patreon page where you can sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. Uh, $1 will just make us really happy that you're around. <laughs> There's no special reward for the $1 subscribers. We just love you very much. We love you a long time. Uh, $5, that gets you the post-mortem show twice a week. $10 a month gets you two post-mortem shows plus the after party on Friday with Kimberly Johnson. And then uh, $15 a month gets you all that crap, all of it, plus an unbleached commercial-free version of this show. That's at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. All right, and you can follow uh, Charles Johnson at green underscore footballs on Twitter. Also at uh, littlegreenfootballs.com. And uh, thank you, as always, my friend, for uh, being an affiliate of the show and carrying this podcast on your, on your website. You're very welcome. We're going to uh, see if we can find out more about what Trump said in his press conference uh, coming up next. Meanwhile, another free show coming up on Thursday with uh, who's, who's, who's going to be on Thursday? Jackie Schechner. Look out. Jackie Schechner's going to be on Thursday's show. So uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. And while you're at iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you very much. All right, folks. We'll see you on the, after, or the uh, post-mortem show. Bye-bye.